of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on q this is the midday news for thursday august 18 in the headlines dominican author shamina obuchon joins cbs mornings to discuss her new book, If You Touch, I'll Tell, which advises how to avoid child predators and get kids to speak up when uncomfortable. Global Ports holding a PLC, the world's largest independent cruise port operator, has signed a 30-year concession agreement with the Puerto Rico Ports Authority for San Cruz Port, Puerto Rico. And former President Donald Trump faces at least six federal and criminal probes over his businesses, tax returns, and his action leading up to and after the January 6th Capitol attack. But he weighs a 2024 presidential run. The news is brought to you. Compliments, Courts, Dominica Limited. Get the funds you need now, just in time for back to school with Courts Ready Cash. Plus, if you apply before October 3rd, you will be entered for a chance to win your loan free. That's right. When you take a loan for school expenses from Courts Ready Cash, you could be the lucky winner of up to $10,000 of your loan amount. Also, when you visit us during the month of August, you may receive free gifts like back-to-school essentials, gift vouchers, courts cash, radio shack coupons, and much more. Visit your nearest courts or ready cash location or apply online at readyfinancecaribbean.com. Conditions apply. Courts ready cash. We are ready when you are. Offer ends October 3rd. Dominican author Shamina Abuchon joined CBS Mornings to discuss her new book, If You Touch, I'll Tell, which provides advice on how to avoid child predators and encourage kids to speak up when uncomfortable. The topic of child abuse has become more prevalent, and as data reveals, it is usually close family members and friends who are most active in acts of abuse. Abuchon says she has gotten an opportunity to let her voice be heard through the book as a way of not only educating the youth, but also shifting the cultural narrative and how we deal with child abuse. It's actually not the strangers. Um, looking at the statistics, we find out that 93% of cases, juvenile cases that go in front of law enforcement, the children actually report that they've been abused by someone that they know, someone yeah. within their family. Who's only, them. Right. And only about 7% of the children will say that they did not know who did it. But even within that 7%, some of the children, they lie because they don't want to hurt a family member. Because I did not always have a voice, you know. I was also, uh, I'm a, a survivor of child abuse and it happened by a close family member. Okay. I was seven years old when it started mm -hmm. and I finally found my voice at 14. Mm -hmm. And at 10, I wanted to tell, but I just did not know how to go to my mom and say those words, those words will not come out of me. Right. So when I wrote this book, I put myself back at 10 mm -hmm. and everything I thought I needed, I put in you that put book. That is something that, one, I tell children, I want to tell children, I said in this book, an inappropriate touch is any touch that makes you feel uncomfortable. So I know that there are a lot of books out there that talk about good touch versus bad touch. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to be very careful because, for example, I tell my daughter, even though your hand is maybe not a private thing, but if you ask your friend not to touch your hands and your friend insists, that is a bad touch because you need to have your body boundaries and your hand is personal, your mind is personal. Even in the book, I talk about saying something negative to a child. That's, you know, that could be potential inappropriate behavior for the child's mind. And so, yeah, anything that's not appropriate to you, what's, it's okay with me, it might be okay with you. 
Dominican author Shamina Obuchan. President of the Dominica Public Service Union, Steve Joseph, said that individuals in society are suffering as a result of the consistent attempt to muzzle, silence, and intimidate, push Dominican people into a space where they feel like they do not have the right to voice their concerns. He was speaking on the DPSU program Wednesday night. People are suffering in silence, you know. That attempt to muzzle and to silence people and to intimidate people have pushed people back into their into their shelves mm -hmm. into their corners um, and some of them meet you privately and, and and they tell you how they're suffering um, and this is why we are stressing that there are certain fundamental rights that not only should be protected but should be promoted that people know that they exist uh, down to the right to strike Mm -hmm. um, employees should know that if things are not right in the workplace and the unions have, have intervened and have sought to, to try to resolve the matter and employers or government or whatever organization that, that is employing the employees uh, is failing to address these matters, employees should, should be able to enjoy the right not only to demonstrate and protest but the right to strike. The, the culture that we've seen emerging is that people who are elected to serve us have, have, have developed this posture of, of authority um, as though they are our masters mm -hmm. and not our servants. And as such, who are you to question? Who are you to even point out what is wrong in your community? You know, uh, these days, if you complain about the road, about the drain, about the this, and they carry your name for the pirate, you become a target, you know. I've seen that happen, you know. I've seen people who are actually supportive of the government rec just observes that something could have been better yeah. or something is wrong. And if someone heard them complaining and carry their name to the pirate, uh, they become a target. DPSU President Steve Joseph. Humans have a tendency to have higher systolic pressure as found in the elderly, a process which takes place based on the rigidity of the blood vessels, which occurs over time. This from cardiologist Dr. Rachel Andrew on the Jolly's Health Vibes program Wednesday morning. We have this tendency of having higher systolic pressures yes. in the elderly, a process um, which takes place based on rigidity of the vessels. blood vessel, right. which takes place with time. Because of the aging process, we can, the blood vessels can become more rigid, and um, it's even worse if we have the high blood pressure or diabetes on board, mm -hmm. because both of these, as well as atherosclerosis, which are now contributing to further hardening of the blood pressure, of the blood vessels. The vessels, yes. Right. So, whereas, although there is a tendency of having a greater systolic pressure at that time, it doesn't mean that we cannot work towards getting it lower. Controlling the risk factors, controlling the chronic conditions can help us get to target. So we, we, we shouldn't say, okay, well, because we expect it to be higher in that age, we just leave it like that. It being higher at that age the, is not without the increased risk. Our target would still try to get it as low as, we as low as we can possibly okay. get it. If we cannot get it down there, we would 
okay, at least we, we, we're getting close. We're in the one foot feet. We're close. We try to get it as tight and close as we can. Because it's always yes. up and down, and we have to weigh lots of factors. Okay. But our target will not change. We can justify why they may be higher and why it would be more difficult maybe getting them into range, but our desired target would not change. Cardiologist Dr. Rachel Andrew. For the past months, consumers have been feeling the squeeze of rising electricity bills caused by an increasing fuel surcharge as a result of the price of fuel on the world market. Utility engineer Felix Julian at the Independent Regulatory Commission explains the consequence of warmer temperatures on electricity consumption. Dominica is a fairly warm climate all year round. And so the result of an increase in temperature, as the temperature goes up, the amount of energy used in the commercial and in the, in the domestic um, situation increases, and that's to be expected. The, the, there's a break. There's a, a, a there's a temperature where that happens. That's about 15 degrees Celsius that would separate the cold from the warm. So if you are like us, where you're in a, a temperature that's above 15 degrees Celsius, um, increase in temperature means increase in energy usage right so in the in the warm parts of the, of the year uh, uh, when you have cow and so on typically the um, energy consumption will go up both domestically and for um, businesses as well energy usage goes up because a lot of us have to cool our homes right so we use more fans for longer periods in more rooms right all day long all night long and um, as well those who have air conditioning will use their air conditioning for longer periods right and also the air conditioning would have to work a lot longer um, in order to cool um, the rooms that, that we're cooling and so that is that is basically why you would get that um, increase in energy usage Utility engineer Felix Julian at the IRC. Meantime, the IRC stated that it should be the last resort for electricity customers who do not feel that they have received fair treatment. Complaints and grievances with Domlek go through Consumer Affairs Officer Corinne Pinard. Pinard shared the basics about IRC's complaints handling process. A complaint involves any customer expressing his or her dissatisfaction about a manner in which a matter was dealt with by the utility provider. Whenever someone has a complaint about the utility provider that is dominant, they should first go to dominant. In some cases, the person would call the IRC first, but we are advising that you first visit the utility provider. The utility provider has its own internal handling process. And that process should be exhausted prior to coming to the IRC. Persons can come into the IRC if Dominic has not addressed their complaint within 30 days, or if after Dominic has addressed the, the complaint, they are not satisfied with the outcome. They make a formal complaint to the IRC. The IRC looks at the matter and ensure also that they have exhausted Dominic's complaints handling process. When, Dominic, when the IRC looks into the matter and confirms that it's a legitimate case, then the IRC um, addresses the customer and let the customer know that we have access. 
what we also do is we analyze all the information that the customer has given us and anything that would help us to solve or quickly investigate the matter. Within five days of the complaint, we notify Domlek that we have a complaint and we explain what the customer's complaint is. And Domlek is to acknowledge receipt of that complaint within five days. And within 10 business days, Domlek has to report to us on that complaint. If in case the person, after we have investigated their, info, their, their case, we noticed that Domlek isn't at fault, we do have to inform them. Consumer Affairs Officer at the IRC, Corinne Pennard. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt has stated that the rebound of the economy in 2021 was led by strong growth of 36.5% in the construction sector with contributions from other productive sectors. He expounds further saying that in 2022, the IMF has projected a further growth of 6.8% for Dominica. This would bring... This would bring total growth for 2021 and 2022 to 10.5%, which would take economic activities back to pre-COVID-19 levels. In 2021, consistent with the strong performance of the construction sector, coupled with an increase in economic activity, value added in the wholesale and retail trade and the transport and storage sectors rose by 8% and 3% respectively. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt's local CXC registrar Magali Celestin says the May-June 2022 CSEC exams are going through the marking process with results to be released soon. The Ministry of Education is expected to receive these results by 1st September. However, students will have access to results from September 5th. She gave information on what is required to access the results online while speaking with state-owned DBS Radio. They need to log on to the CXC's website, the student portal. They need to have with them their candidate number. Also, they need to put in their date of birth. So in order to get their candidate number, they would need to have either their schedule, their timetable that was issued to them for the exams, or they could use one of the um, candidate receipts that they used for the exams in order to be able to access those results online. In addition, persons who want to apply to universities or to the college, they can request an early release of their results and the deadline for that is August 22nd. August 22, that's Monday next week, is the deadline for persons who would want to request an early release of their results to facilitate their matriculation to university or to college. Local CXC Registrar Magali Celestin. And the breath of life in itself, though simple and often taken for granted, is essential to key functions of our daily living and functionality. This from herbalist Ras Bobby Olivache, speaking on the Wake Up and Live program on Q95 Wednesday evening. Ras Bobby encourages everyone to undertake breathing exercises. He contends that deep breathing is beneficial as human bodies are fueled by oxygen. He says when you can introduce more oxygen via deep breaths, you're naturally helping your body become healthier and fitter. It is absolutely necessary to walk out there, especially among the trees, and do your breathing exercises. Do your breathing exercises until you feel relaxed, until you feel lightheaded, until you feel like you've just drunk a little wine. But you're smiling, recognizing that you're doing the thing that is actually the most important thing in the world. 
And as you hear me say about those people, you hear me talk about this. I know some of you listening to me and saying, what are you talking about? Well, if you're doubting that your breath is the most important thing, well, stop breathing and see. You know, so we want you to take it. Be, let it be a habit. First thing in the morning, before lunch, before you go to sleep, do some deep breathing exercises. Take some slow, deep breaths. But don't force yourself. That will help your digestion. And that is very crucial because a lot of people come into me with flatulence, belching and feeling, have this bloated feeling. And one of the first things I remind them of is that we have six different food groups and we have to know how to combine those different foods. Because depending on how you combine the foods, it can cause fermentation. It can cause unnecessary putrefaction. In other news this afternoon, Global Ports Holding PLC, GPH, the world's largest independent cruise port operator, has announced that it has signed a 30-year concession agreement with the Puerto Rico Ports Authority for San Cruz Port, Puerto Rico, following a competitive procurement process managed by the Puerto Rico Public-Private Partnership Authority. The announcement was made locally by Puerto Rico's governor in a well-attended ceremony and press conference featuring other government of Puerto Rico officials, high-ranking GPH executives, island private sector representatives, and tourism and cruise industry stakeholders, including senior representatives from cruise lines. This agreement marks a significant development in GPH's strategic plans for the Caribbean. And former President Donald Trump faces at least half a dozen federal and criminal probes over his businesses, tax returns, and his action leading up to and after the January 6th Capitol attack. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge has the latest reporting and analysis on the former president's mounting legal troubles and what it could mean for his political future. There will be court action from New York to Florida today where a judge will consider a request from media organizations, including CBS News, on whether key pieces of evidence should be made public in the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. As the legal battle over the steel-sealed affidavit moves to this Florida courthouse, the federal probe into former President Trump's alleged handling of top-secret documents taken to his Mar-a-Lago home remains under scrutiny. The search warrant shows three federal laws are in play, including the alleged unauthorized taking, disclosure, or destruction of government records. Later today, the judge will consider if law enforcement documents that justified the FBI search should be made public. The Justice Department claims releasing the affidavit could serve as a roadmap to the government's ongoing investigation, chill future cooperation by witnesses, and harm other high-profile investigations. I'll talk about this in a second criminal probe is unfolding in Georgia, where Rudy Giuliani, the former president's personal lawyer and longtime friend, appeared before a special grand jury Wednesday after he was subpoenaed. Oh, I was very happy that I satisfied my obligation. Prosecutors are exploring whether Trump or his allies violated Georgia's election laws when they allegedly tried to overturn the state's 2020 presidential election results. And in recent weeks, grand jury subpoenas suggest federal investigators are examining key White House meetings leading up to the deadly Capitol riot. Former Vice President Pence said Wednesday he might answer questions from the January 6th committee. If there was an invitation to participate, I would consider it. 
The Trump Organization is also at the center of a long-running investigation in New York. My chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg. And you think George is tough? Wait till you see Alan. Alan Weisselberg could plead guilty as early as today in an alleged tax scheme to compensate Trump Organization executives off the books. In pleading guilty, Weisselberg has to acknowledge conspiring with the Trump Organization to evade taxes, and he could be called to testify if the case goes to trial. Trump maintains his innocence and says these investigations, Tony, are politically motivated. And that's the midday news, but first, a recap of our headlines. Dominican author Shamina Obuchon joins CBS Mornings to discuss her new book. Global Ports Holding PLC, the world's largest independent cruise port operator, has signed a 30-year concession agreement with the Puerto Rico Ports Authority for San Cruz Port, Puerto Rico. And former President Donald Trump faces at least six federal and criminal probes over his businesses, tax returns, and his action leading up to and after the January 6th Capitol attack. But he weighs a 2024 presidential run. The news is brought to you. Compliments, Courts Dominica Limited. I have been your presenter, Kimberly Benjamin. Of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it